Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Pro Talk. This is Houston Hawley, your new host of the Pro Talk podcast. Uh, as you may know, Scott uh, Medeiros, who was uh, formerly the executive vice president for ProVantage, has transitioned into a larger role within the Rosewood conglomerate. And I'm honored to be filling in both as the vice president for ProVantage, taking his old seat, and also as the host of your favorite podcast. However, don't want anyone to worry, have any anxiety there. Uh, you'll be hearing from Scott very shortly, and by very shortly, I mean in the next couple seconds. Oh, he Stan, is my hey, first guest. Yeah, yes. welcome, Scott. Oh, thank you. It's great, great to be on the, the podcast with you now as the host. Fantastic. And for those of you that have kind of listened along uh, over the years, or this yeah, it's been a time, while. I think we started this one in 2019, it seems we, like. I think we did. Scott and I hosted uh, the Pro Talk together for about, I think it was six or eight episodes Yes. Uh, then we went dormant for a while during the COVID pandemic, came back, you hosted it for a while. I was one of your guests. Yeah, you were. You indeed you were. And I then you were number two. The, yeah, and now the role has kind of flipped a little bit. So excited to have you back. Uh, before we get going, just a friendly reminder, <clears throat> please submit the word of the month for uh, last month and then also uh, after we finish up this podcast here for a chance to win exclusive ProVantage swag. Um and you can find this, uh, the, the survey for the word of the month in the Pro Daily. So, Mr. Medeiros. Yes, again, Mr. Welcome. Mr. Holly, what can I do for you? So today we just kind of wanted to talk about um, kind of 2022 and, and, and level set on what we were looking forward to from an operational standpoint. And then okay. also go back through some of the transition uh, transitions that have happened through kind of our personnel and, and our teams here at the corporate office. So first kind of wanted to uh, to jump in and, and ask, you know, what were some of the, the personnel or management changes that have occurred? And then kind of what benefits uh, did the Rosewood conglomerate and ProVantage kind of see to make those changes? Sure. Now, it's a great question because perhaps a lot of the moves that we do here at the corporate office in Raleigh don't get seen as clearly for those to those uh, listeners out in the field. So I'll probably stop from the, the top, work my way down really to your organization. Okay. Maybe you can announce a couple of changes that happened within your org and that will kind of complete the picture. But starting at the top, let's start <coughs> off with, with Stacy King. So Stacy King was our EVP of innovation. So Stacy has now been elevated a little bit in her role and she's now our chief strategy officer. So she is working hand in glove with Chandler, with Matt, with Jamie to ensure that we've got a good, uh, cohesive strategy that we as a Rosewood family of companies are executing. So in order to assist Stacy in getting some of these large strategic initiatives done, they've elevated me out of ProVantage into more of a group role. And now I'm the executive vice president of strategy and execution reporting in the Stacy. And really my roles and responsibilities will be to actually drive execution. So as Stacy, along with uh, Chandler, Matt, and Jamie, define these very important strategic initiatives, my job will try to get them done. So that's that's that part. So my elevation into that group role opened up ProVantage. You as my successor inside of ProVantage fleeted into the vice president role of ProVantage of Operations, which then allowed for a whole series of additional uh, changes. And I think what's great about all of this, and I'll allow you to get into your organization in a second, is all of this was done internally. There was nothing that we went out and hired a new person in. We just promoted from uh, within the Rosewood family company, specifically within ProVantage, and that is just a great benefit to everyone inside of Rosewood, is the fact that we do have this grow our own philosophy. So as new positions do come open, 
then we are indeed looking at our internal candidates as some of our first choice. Yeah, that is fantastic. And, and uh, this is, you know, one of the, the, the biggest transitions I've ever been a part yes. of in my career, not only just with ProVantage and, and being able to do all of that internally shows kind of those channels and avenues of growth, um, you know, in the field as well as up through the corporate office uh, and shows that, that those succession planning and pro professional development is so important to all of us. Uh, and just to kind of piggyback on what Scott was saying, some of the movements that have occurred in ProVantage specifically um, kind of go as follows. So I was elevated from the director of field operations role into uh, vice president role, taking over for Scott. Uh, Michelle Redman, who was a project manager for us, specifically focused on Target over the course of the last year, was elevated into my old role. Uh, Karen Jimenez was also elevated from a project manager to a senior project manager on the construction services side, reporting into Nick Lay. Nick Lay's role was expanded to, uh, from director of construction services to director of construction services and bid yes. operations. Uh, we actually moved over Melissa Sledge who was a, a director in the in-demand team mm -hmm. supporting recruiting over the course of the last six to eight months. She is now our director of support operations and she'll be heading up our scheduling team. Uh, and inside the scheduling team, uh, Andrea Razor was promoted from a scheduling coordinator to our scheduling manager. And then also we have Teal Woodard who was uh, so, uh, promoted from a scheduling coordinator to a support manager. And her job is really focusing on the per diem side of the business. So all in all, we had kind of six uh, changes, um, a lot of stuff going on obviously within the corporate office. Um, but again, all of those uh, kind of promotions and, and changes and avenues um, really show that we're, we're looking internally to, to make um, those, those career advancement opportunities possible for individuals. And I think that that's extremely important. And you're right, Houston, with the sheer number of moves that you just mentioned, along with the information I provided, a lot of, that would cripple a lot of organizations. That much movement within a company would really cause operations to suffer. But we did it right towards the, the end of uh, calendar year 2021, so in that November, December timeframe, which was leading us into our traditional slow period. But it's, it's a testament to everyone. And we talked on the ProTalk uh, last year in, in 2021, we talked about resilience. We talked about the ability to adapt. And that showed sort of the strength of our team. Everyone was able to move up, fleet up, still keep operations running, still delivering on, on the, the Lowe's projects, on the Target projects. We still had a couple of things that were happening on Walmart. And we didn't skip a beat. Everyone just fleeted up, went into the new roles and responsibilities, and we kept on trucking. So just great work by everyone across the the whole ProVantage family and stepping up and, and making this thing happen. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, speaking to some of the changes specifically at the group level, mm -hmm. um, I, I, I'd first like you, if you wouldn't mind elaborating on how that the strategic initiatives that you mentioned flow down through our operations team out into the field, and then maybe provide a couple yeah. examples of what those, some of those initiatives are that you're kind of working through now in the Q1 of 2022. Well, when it comes to strategic initiatives, there, there are two ways that they could happen. They could actually happen from the top down. We, as a, a leadership team, come up with a direction that we want to chart the Rosewood family of companies that then gets de, uh, decomposed decomposed down into pieces for each individual operating company. ProVantage, for example, would have certain responsibilities or certain things we might want to accomplish there. But it's also a situation where 
yourself inside of ProVantage or others uh, in our operating companies may come up with initiatives that they need. And it really needs some more firepower beyond what you inside of ProVantage can provide. You really need someone to, to handle the day-to-day -day execution, to handle the cross-collaboration uh, across the roads of family companies. Maybe it's HR, maybe it's finance, maybe it's payroll, those sort of things. So depending on what the initiative is, my role really is to, is to function either with the operating company, EVPs and VPs like yourself to ensure things get done so that we actually achieve that overall strategy for the Rosary family companies or help you and the other uh, operating company leaders execute some of their more media initiatives. So my job really is to make things happen. A lot of times because we're so busy, because things happen so quickly within our companies, it's often you know easy to get distracted. And some of those big things you wanted to get accomplished just suddenly take quarters upon quarters or maybe even years upon years to get done. My job is to give it enough focus so we get it done quickly so we can deliver the benefits both to our clients as well as to our employees. Yeah, that's fantastic. <clears throat> and, you know, when you, we're what we, what I would consider a small to medium sized business. Right? Exactly. Yeah, um, we are in that medium role. Yeah, medium sized business, you know, uh, you know 1,000, 1,500 employees, whatever it may be um, at, at a time. And when you compare that to a larger enterprise mm -hmm. like the you know, apples of the world, sure. Amazons of the world, or whatever those larger companies may be. A lot of times, they actually have a, a an organization within their business called project management organization, which the PMO, the PMO, exactly, which takes all of these strategic initiatives and actually operates. The, or works as an operator to make sure they're driving to completion. Exactly right. However, in our business, because we're a little smaller, we don't have the ability to do that from a cost perspective. However, now you're kind of taking on that as a one-man team actually, and yes. driving things forward. That's, that's actually a great a great point because in, in a lot of ways, what I am doing is very PMO-like. Yep. It really is. It's, again, trying to take things, decompose them down into executable items, track them appropriately, ensure that we're getting the value, make it change if we need to as we're implementing. But really, that's pure project management, mm -hmm. and that's sort of a little bit of my background. And so, yes, I think this new strategy organization with myself specifically in the role that I'm in is more PMO-like. And speaking to that, kind of maybe what are one or two of the initiatives that you, you're currently working through uh, to maybe try to roll out in Q1 or early Q2? Yeah, we've, we've got quite a few things, uh, as maybe many of those know out there. We have quite a few systems that are used to support across all of our operating companies. So not just ProVantage, but uh, InDemand, Penmark, SoCo, our new company, etc. So when we look at that, one of the systems we have is called uh, Intact CRE. And what it is, is a finance system. And we need to deploy that system so that we can use those capabilities to ensure everyone is able to clock their time appropriately, make sure we can bill our clients in an efficient manner, and also get people paid. So that's one of the initiatives that kind of goes cross-function. But also we look at things as how do we engage our employees? So myself and several others are looking at how do we better connect with those employees in the field? How do we get better feedback, whether it's through surveys, whether it's through uh, more frequent one-on-ones, whether it's through empowering some of our field and project leadership to have more information-rich communications with our employees. So we do have another big initiative this year, which is really how do we actually drive our culture even deeper into our organization. We experience so much turnover. We always have new people who are coming on board. Not everyone may be as, as uh, steeped in the knowledge of our five core values, 
And so how do we actually get those things embedded to the organization? So for, for me right now, the things that are biggest on the docket for 2021 are really cross-organization systems issues to include updating Cruxos because it's getting a little bit long in the tooth and also sort of those deep initiatives, especially around employee engagement. Yeah, see, that's extremely interesting to me because what you mentioned is one kind of back-end function and one really function that's on the forefront yes. for our employees, right? Yes. So on the back end, looking at intact, obviously extremely important, allows our individuals to clock their time and get paid appropriately, allows us to get paid by the client appropriately so then we can pay our employees. Things that you know I don't think about on a day-to-day -day basis, I'm sure some of our field teams don't think about on the day-to-day -day basis, but still extremely important for our business to function and for our people to feel supported and be able to take care of their families outside of uh, their professional environment. And then from an, uh, an engagement perspective, obviously that's on the forefront of our employees' mind in the office and in the field. So it's really interesting uh, to, to see you take kind of uh, a position on both of those sides um, to support our people in the field and in the office holistically across all of our businesses. Yeah, and I think the at the, the group level especially, we talked about in tech CRE, one of the most important things we talked about pay and especially our teams in the field when they're logging their, their hours for their tasks, that sort of thing, is that interface with Cruxos, mm -hmm. you see. So if we didn't have that ability at the group level to kind of focus at that more strategic and like you said, back end sort of thing, we'd have two separate systems that didn't talk to one another. In this particular case, we are having that in-tech CRE system connect with Cruxos, and that takes a lot of uh, Billy Stallnark's time, et cetera, et cetera. So, again, that's that focus because the business has to keep on running. Cruxos has to keep on supporting the business even though we're trying to integrate it with something new. And that's kind of where the group function comes in. Absolutely. Absolutely. So switching gears mm -hmm. a little bit, um, you know, you obviously hosted – we hosted together for for a number of episodes, sure. and then you hosted uh, the Pro Talk for uh, I think six different installments over yes. the course of the last uh, six months or so, six to eight months or so. And you covered a litany of topics. You covered resiliency, adaptation, travel tips, um, benefits, leadership, and then also IT. And so I wanted to kind of to kind of pick your brain and see which sure. one of those do you think was most impactful to you. Um, or would you, you know, maybe recommend somebody out in the field to go give a listen to um, because they could be very impactful? Yeah, certainly. Well, first of all, I think all of the sessions added Absolutely. value. Yeah. They really did. So whether they go out and listen to the session that I had with Ricardo around IT or with Heather from, from Benefits or even uh, with Jeff Warner when we talked about the new lead candidate program, mm -hmm. all very important stuff. But I think when it comes down to it, it's more of the things that really – uh, we would like our employees to consider and remind, be reminded of as they do their day-to-day -day execution. Now we talked, like I said, adaptation, resilience, so sort of those key fundamental characteristics and traits that our employees need to be successful in the field. We know we get a lot of things that happen out in the field. You've got to be, have that ability to bounce back and show that resilience. You've got to be able to adapt. You might be doing something one night, suddenly materials don't arrive, and you've got to adapt and do something else for that shift the following evening. So for me, it was really trying to get those reminders out to the team that there are some qualities and characteristics that are unique to doing work inside of ProVantage and inside of Rosewood, which really makes, sets them apart from a lot of their maybe uh, friends and, and family who may be doing things in different industries because it's a tough gig. It really, really is. And we need some very, very strong personalities out there and some very uh, dedicated and tenacious individuals to be successful. 
Well, on the other side, I really found a lot of value in highlighting some of the things that are being done here in Raleigh. When you talk about Heather and benefits, or you talk about the IT with Ricardo, or even the new lead candidate program with Jeff, a lot of people in the field don't know that. They don't hear those things. They don't get some of that information. They may not get to the pro daily and get the latest and greatest. So I think it, it really served a dual purpose. Number one, to remind folks of those key qualities that I spoke of, but more importantly, let people know that you have a very robust team back here in Raleigh who are really trying to make your job as easy as we can out in the field. I know it may not seem that way at times, but we do have a very dedicated staff here trying to make sure that things go well in the field. Yeah, that's fantastic. And you're right. Each of the, the discussion topics that you hit on over the course of the last six installments of the Pro Talk were important in their own right. And I can tell you that you know my goal moving forward aligns directly with kind of how you were running uh, running the uh, the podcast as well. I want to make sure that our people in the field know what's going on here at the corporate office. Yeah, very important. And, and, and understand what we're doing to, to try to support them out in the field. Because you're right, it's tough when you don't have the vision of that on a daily basis. And it seems like a far off Neverland. Yeah. You know, like the corporate office in Raleigh, North Carolina. Like, we're real people. We, we are. are real people we that are. put our shoes on and our pants on and come into work and try to do a good job to support the teams in the field. And, um, you know, that my goal is to give as much information, robust information out there uh, to them so they kind of understand that. Um, and, and I hope I can carry on your legacy. Uh, You're very well positioned, Houston. Like, there's no one better equipped than you to take over this role. So I'm very, very happy to see that you sitting in the chair opposite <laughs> well, me right now. Well, that means a lot, and I do appreciate it. And um, that'll kind of, I want to kind of wrap us up with one last question then. Sure. And what parting words do you have for the Pro Talk community and all of our people out there in the field? Well, I think I think that's it. You know, it's it's we talked about with just keep putting one foot in front of the other. Don't let the day to day beat you down because if you allow it, it, it will. Uh, I think at one time it was on a maybe an insider article or something, but it was a scene out of Rocky Balboa the movie, mm -hmm. and it's the scene between Rocky having a conversation with his son, and what he talks about is how, how hard life hits. You know, and it's not about getting hit. It's about taking the hit and keep on moving forward. And I think that's really the message to our team. You know, regardless of what you're, you're experiencing in that particular shift, just come back the next shift ready to go. If it's a great shift, even better, come back more energized. But just keep putting one foot in front, in front of the other. It will get better. It does get better. And ProVantage, as well as Rosewood, is a great place to work. Hello, everybody. It's time for the word of the month. Scott, would you please pick a word for us? Houston, my word for the month is commitment. Fantastic. Commitment, the word of the month. So there you have it. Uh, please check your pro daily for the survey to submit the word and enter for a chance to win some pro vantage gear. Now let's get back to the show. Well, Scott, I do thank you for your time. Thank My you for, pleasure, for everything that you've meant to ProVantage over your three years here uh, for personally being my mentor and um, in really driving um, our teams uh, to hopefully be more successful and better positioned to feel supported out in the field. So I do appreciate it. You're welcome, Houston. Like I said, ProVantage could not be in more capable hands. Thank you for that. I do appreciate it. Alrighty. So before we wrap up the show, just want to remind everybody, uh, please check the pro daily. Uh, ask us any questions you may have. Please send in your shout outs and also submit the word of the month. 
Um, to those of you that are new, maybe local hires on different projects, welcome to ProVantage. Um, you know, we're here and we want to want to hear from you guys. For those of uh, for those of you that have been for, with us for a while and are traveling, hope you have time to enjoy the places that you're seeing outside of the the four walls you may be working in at night or during the day. Um, and please just stay safe, support each other, and try to have a little fun out there. And with that, I'll sign us off. Thank you all.